0: man of mastery podcast. Welcome or welcome back. We've been at it for a couple months now with eight episodes out there and just about to cross the 3000 download mark. So thank you for the support, your feedback, and most of all your time. I know your time is valuable and often scarce. And my goal is to keep sharing interesting and relevant guests and information in a way that honors your investment and in time to listen and is well worth it to you. To that end, if you're just turning in, I would strongly encourage circling back to the first episode for an overview of the mission and goals of our podcast. There's also a wealth of insight from the guests in our first seven interviews that you don't want to skip past. One of the things you'll key in on is an emphasis on getting results by taking action and doing so consistently. The type of results I know you want don't come immediately. That type of change doesn't happen overnight. There is no proverbial silver bullet. I don't know of any one-week, two-week, 30-day plan that creates a lasting impact. Many of those are a great start, but if you don't have a way to carry that momentum forward, then you'll just bounce back, revert the rubber band effect. Lasting results and change come with time and consistency and plateaus and setbacks, failures, all that lead to progress. That's just the nature of it, honestly. The reason I chose mastery in the title of this podcast is not coming from some lofty destination already reached. It speaks to a journey and a path of continuous improvement. And the tagline, Elite Life Performance, isn't necessarily about Lamborghinis or G4 Jets. Look, nothing against them. Those things are fine tools or toys. If they work for you, just don't mistake them as an end state. Mark Devine recently aired a podcast interview with Dave Asprey, the famed biohacker and founder of Bulletproof. They talk about successful people focusing more on relationships, sleep, and exercise over money or power. I might add gratitude to that focus list as a way towards happiness, and with that, you may find all the rest that you need and desire. So today's episode is going to be a bit different. It's just me, no interesting guest. It should be shorter than the usual, and the idea will be to take a few minutes to reflect on each of those interviews from the last two months and get a sampling of the interesting takeaways. One last note by way of introduction. In particular, this episode is going to focus on taking action. If you're tuning in out of friendship, support, or just find this to be a good way to put yourself to sleep, no worries. Again, I appreciate the love and support, but whether it's an audience of one or a hundred or a thousand who are curious and motivated and ready and want to make some changes of your own, then this one's for you. Okay, here's how we can do this. Unless you're driving right now, I want you to pause the podcast go to manofmastery.com slash 009. That's our website, www.manofmastery.com slash 009. You'll find a no-frills post for this episode and see a very clear place to enter your name and email address. Do that, and later this week, I'll make available a document to email out with a full set of highlight notes from the first seven interviews and, most importantly, a summary list of action items, and challenges and links and resources that I would highly recommend. So please do that right now. Take action. Go to manofmastery.com slash 009. Sign up for this week's action items cheat sheet and then come back and resume the episode. Okay, good stuff. Let's jump in with a recap of episodes one through eight. Episode one was another solo cast where I introduced the mission and vision for the Man of Mastery podcast, website and community. Specifically, I'm airing this show each week to help share some incredible people and information that I've had a chance to experience in the hope that you'll find them valuable and useful to you as well. When I've talked about elite life performance, this isn't something exclusive or lofty or unattainable. In fact, it's actually very inclusive for anyone who's motivated to put in the effort to go get it. It will mean something different for everyone, but the point is that being positively unique is out there just incrementally beyond the mean the average, the unfortunate majority who drift along by default and distraction. Making a difference for yourself could mean, as a starting place, doing something different for your health, food, and fitness. That physical component is one frequent focal point for many of us. But I would really emphasize being open to the synergy of mind, body, and soul, and then also extending into how you can serve better at work, play, and out in the world. With that holistic approach in mind, you will already be way ahead of most people. There are very few people out there training or coaching integrated holistic development. So some principles from back in week one. Build habits of consistent action. It can be something simple, quick, that doesn't take much effort on its own. The idea is to start building new habits of daily routines, momentum, and follow-through. Suggestions would be things like morning and or evening routines, journaling, visualization, goal setting, yoga or some other movement, and breathing. Second, do hard things. Get uncomfortable. Challenge yourself. Get outside of your comfort zone. When you see it, don't back away and redirect. Go right at it. In both of these areas in the notes I published this week, and remember, you need to go sign up to get them, I will list out places you might go for more detailed information, training, or events. Okay, episode two. Episode two was our first interview with Andrew Clark, the co-founder of a high alcohol kombucha beverage called Boochcraft that is exploding in popularity. Andrew is a very thoughtful father, husband, entrepreneur, and leader who talked about the critically important role uh, of support that his wife played in exiting a career that didn't fit him and going all in to pursue their passion in a very unique business vision. We talked about the difficult journey to successful results where fear and failure could have defeated them, but instead how Andrew used those trials to eliminate what didn't work and narrow to the discovery we now enjoy in a cold pint of booch. Andrew also talked about building flexibility into a business to stay grounded in a commitment to quality, such in his case as organic and locally sourced produce, and how the spirit of their brand is built by taking care of employees first having the employee joy and energy come through their brand uh, as a passion to their customers. Bouchcraft is a great story and it's really just beginning. So we'll check in with Andrew again down the road. For now, we can take away inspiration to learn and act on a few angles. One, aligning passion and potential into purpose and really understanding your why. Training ourselves to embrace fear and risk of failure. And particularly as men, working on emotional connection and control. Episodes three and four, Mike Herzog from Samaritus and the Life Design Center visited for a two-part episode. Mike has a ton of experience as a speaker, author, and coach on the underlying theme here, the choice between living by default or choosing to craft and execute your own design, thus the name of his website and coaching service, Life Design Center. We talked about life's trials and crucibles, what Mike calls wilderness events, not as things to avoid, but on the contrary, the importance of getting lost in the wilderness, so to speak, and the transformative power in the journey through and to the other side. In fact, he spoke about the learning opportunity being directly proportional to the intensity, the pressure, and the uncertainty of the event. A lot of staring into that opportunity with enthusiasm or even just going through a a typical day with composure is about mental and emotional management. And at the same time, most of us experience or struggle with runaway brains, what many people call the monkey mind. Mike offered up a couple of really useful suggestions to quiet the mind in different scenarios, one in the case of waking up at night with a restless mind and the other to use before he meditates. In the second part of our conversation, we explore even further on how creating or entering crucible events by design can offer development and training opportunities to grow stronger in preparation for the real-world stuff life will inevitably throw your way. We covered a ton of ground with Mike in episodes 3 and 4, so I'd like to summarize the action items along two tracks. One, find an entry point for yourself to some physical crucible event. I'll make some suggestions in the action items cheat sheet, It wouldn't be something you can do easily tomorrow. Make it something that scares you at least a little. Make it something you should and will train for. And as I'll talk about momentarily in the words of C.J. Kirk, make it something about more than just the physical. Two, consider using a coach. All the best athletes have them. It may be possible to do all this on your own, and there's nothing wrong with self-study. In fact, I have a growing book and resources list I'll share. But the third-party perspective and the acceleration effect of of having a coach can be invaluable. Episode 5, entitled Perfection in the Details, I spoke with Brian Dougherty about the Declan James Watch Company that he's founded and named after his first son. What's really interesting to me about Brian and what I thought made for a really good conversation, I I have the idea that in interviews and perhaps business and life, many people want to focus exclusively on Brian's time as an active-duty Navy SEAL. That's fantastic, it's impressive, it's honorable, and I'm I'm certain super interesting as part of Brian's journey. In fact, if you like, you can catch more about it on a couple other podcasts called The Suit Soldier and Beyond the Uniform, where the theme is more exclusively military veteran focused. But in Brian's visit to the Man of Mastery podcast, if we were able to effectively get the episode's theme across, it was about more than any particular stage of Brian's career or life whether it was the Navy, whether it was commercial real estate, or even now with the Declan James watch company venture. Those are all context to skills and lessons learned and applied, such as getting outside your comfort zone. In other interviews, Brian's talked about the steps he went through to find manufacturers and suppliers for his watches as he was launching the company. He flew over to a trade show in Hong Kong where some of the biggest companies in the industry come to meet. Without even a company name or business card, just armed with a notebook and a calculator, he walked the trade floor and was relegated literally to the outskirts of the show floor, dismissed. But he was able to observe, learn, figure out what it meant to his business plan, and he ended up making the contacts he needed that enabled him to launch the business mentoring and networking. In this case, we had the chance to talk specifically about the strength of the US military veteran community and advice Brian got from other veterans, including another timepiece entrepreneur. Brian cites the power of asking for help, and specifically the question, who else do you know that I should talk to? Morning routine. In that episode, Brian talks briefly about the challenges of balancing job, business, and fatherhood, and the importance of getting ahead of all of it with an early start and an early workout each morning. Move the needle. The Critic is the name of one of three Declan James watch company models currently offered, And Brian shared that the design, which includes a combination of Roman numerals and modern numbers on the face, is dedicated to their view of building a company that believes in heritage and those who came before us, as well as acting and growing in such a way that will honor the generations to come. Episode 6, Shot Down. I had the pleasure of speaking with author Steve Snyder, who authored a book called Shot Down, about his father and the rest of a World War II B-17 bomber crew, the Susan Ruth, who were down in German-occupied Belgium and lived and fought on the run for seven months, surviving with the help of local French and Belgian resistance until Allied forces landed at Normandy and advanced across continental Europe. This interview was timed with the 75th anniversary of the D-Day invasions, and in talking about the greatest generation, two things were very clear. World War II changed the world immeasurably, and we have a responsibility to remember teach, and learn from history to honor as well as to avoid repeating it. Also, the men, women, and children involved and touched by that war, whether as soldiers or civilians, seem to have had a unique clarity in mindset, mission, and duty. Episode 7. I sat down with Colin Naylor of the DadCast podcast to talk about family and fatherhood. Colin's extremely busy running a business. He and his wife are serious bodybuilders, And most of all, he's dedicated to being a quality father to their young daughter while continuing to enjoy life in the world as a family. We talked with Colin about the preconceived notions he ran into on what parenthood with a young child meant and looked like and how he and others are doing it differently, traveling internationally with children, exposing them to cultures and worldviews. We talked about unplugging a little bit each day and then for longer trips outdoors and in nature. And we talked about morning routine from an early start to removing barriers, to how he starts each day with his wife and daughter. Episode 8. C.J. Kirk is the founder of several businesses, including three gyms in the Houston, Texas area, teaching real-world self-defense in the form of Krav Maga. Chief Kirk talks about being robbed at gunpoint and how profoundly personal and violating that experience was and how his life-to-date training in traditional martial arts had nothing in the toolbox to help. But at the same time, he talks about how such a negative event can and will result in an equally positive and powerful force in one's life. For him, that brought him to learn and teach Krav Maga to others. Additional to Krav Maga explicitly being a self-defense system and a business for, for Chief Kirk, we talked about the implications of such a practice as a doorway to something deeper. I can't do CJ justice in a summary, and I strongly recommend giving that episode a listen. But I can highlight a few of the ways it might suggest action. Functional fitness and training complex movements and intervals is something I definitely stand behind. Additionally, if if you haven't already found a real-world, applicable, simple-to-learn, and simple-to-execute approach to self-defense, then do that for yourself, for your children, for your partner. Think about being your own first responder. Be on the lookout for how negative events and circumstances come back around sooner or later in life as the foundation to equal and opposite positive developments. Seeking out crucible events and the physical component is excellent, but do so with an awareness and a focus on the mindset and the strength you develop to handle everyday life events, as well as extraordinary challenges. Grow your tribe. CJ talked about growing your tribe, which could mean something as a business or an organization, but even as an individual, it might just start at home with some immediate family relationships that could use work or repair. Okay, that's a ton in just a quick few minutes. Hopefully, that's a helpful and useful recap of where we've been over the last couple of months. For those of you who haven't heard any or all the episodes before this one, let this be a preview and an inspiration to do so. Again, my summary really does very little justice to what you'll hear directly in the words and passion of these entrepreneurs, warriors, coaches, and authors. Here, with each episode recap, I've provided very high level topics for action, but please go get that full list that has specific links to sites, events, resources, and other speakers and authors that I'll recommend. To get that list sent to you by email, go to manofmastery.com slash 009 and you'll clearly see a place to enter your name and email address to receive the information. I'll have it available later this week if you're listening to this episode in near real time. One other thing I'd like to see you do, take action in your life. Opportunities abound. Do it now and inspire others. So I'd like you to share your commitments, goals, actions, and results on Instagram and Facebook. When you do, please tag Man of Mastery. On Instagram, that's at The Man of Mastery. On Facebook, it's at Man of Mastery. So tag us so we can follow along. I'd love to see your progress. Next week, we will resume the interview format. And over the next few weeks, topics hit some exciting and interesting new areas for the show, including men's fashion, etiquette and a peek behind the curtain of a billionaire lifestyle, international business living and investing, ketogenic diet and incredible transformations, wilderness survival, archery, and knife making, and an episode profiling a few charity endeavors that you might consider. For today, thank you again for your time, your interest, and in the spirit of this episode, I very much hope your commitment to action in your life is and the incredible results I know from experience that you can find over time as a product of small, daily, simple, but consistent changes.